Hi, this is Pat Cashman. I, I, have any of you ever check out Wikipedia? Who writes this stuff? I mean, most of the entries I've seen are riddled with errors and misinformation. They get everything wrong on Wikipedia. Now that I think about it, I should see if I have a Wikipedia biography. Um, Alexa, who is Pat Cashman? Pat Cashman is an American jackass, a lame brain, dimwit, bonehead, nitwit, simpleton, dingbat, pea brain, jughead, numbskull, nincompoop, and if brains were dynamite, he wouldn't have enough to blow his nose. Okay, uh, I guess somebody did their research. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. Gee, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. It's love and time. time. American girls and American guys. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the sui generis of podcasts. I'm sorry, the what? The sui, I think I'm pronouncing this correct. The sui generis of podcasts. It's Latin. I was going to say, are you speaking Two another words. language? Two words, sui, S-U-I, generis, G-E-N-E-R-I-S, and it means... Um, Basically, of its own kind. Okay. In other words, peculiar onto itself. <laughs> and we lost uh, the country singer Toby Keith. In the land of the free. Now this nation that I love is falling under attack. A mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back. Yeah. Were you a Toby Keith fan? No. Toby. Sorry, I didn't mean to say it like that. Well... He was 62. Uh, he had songs like Who's Your Daddy, The Courtesy yeah. of the Red, White, and Blue, and those kind of songs. We got winners. We got losers. Chain smokers and boozers. And, uh, and the one I kind of liked, at least had a cool video with it, Red Solo Cup. Red Solo Cup. I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, he's he's credited with giving Taylor Swift her her big break. Uh, Was that right? Yeah. But now they're, on, that, now they're on such opposite sides of the political spectrum. I'm wondering how she felt about him passing on. I don't know. Well, they're on opposite sides of the soil right now because this is true. he checked out at the age of 62. Quickly, yeah. some others. Somebody named Aston Barrett, a 77 years old, played bass with Bob Marley and the Whalers. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, and I and I per, forgive me if I mispronounce this name, but Saji Ozawa passed away at the age of 88. He led the Boston Symphony for 29 years and broke some conventions by being an Asian gentleman that was conducting a major American symphony, and he did broke, it for 29 years. Broke some conventions. I thought you were going to say him. He broke some noses. The way you paused there, like he was. Well, if you if you uh, <laughs> you, you know if you looked uh, sideways at him, yeah, he'd break your nose. Yeah. <laughs> One of the original spinners, in fact, the last of that group oh, of the spinners, really? Henry Fam Fambro, died at I the age of eighty-five. You know the spinners. The, the spinners are in the Hall of Fame uh, as of last year, I think, and so. Henry lived long enough to see that happen. But that yeah. group began in 1954. I had no idea they were around that long. I mean, that's mm -hmm. eight, is that 80 years? How long years? 70 years? Uh, you're long. asking me to do math. I don't know. 
and then Wilhelmina Wiggins Fernandez. Wilhelmina. Wilhelmina. Isn't it Wil- That's not how you say her name. It's not Wilhelmina. It's Wilhelmina. Oh, thank you. That's how you pronounce that name. Am I pronouncing Wiggins correctly? (laughs) Probably not. Anyway. Wilhelmina. uh, She'd probably reach up through her grave and smack you in the face for mispronouncing her name. Celebrated operatic soprano. Mm. Uh, There aren't many men celebrated operatic sopranos, I've noticed. Uh, but Miss <laughs> Fernandez got famous for being in a movie, the only movie she ever made, called Diva. It was a 1981 mm. French thriller, and she got to show her chops in that. But she performed all over the world, uh, remarkable talent, and she is gone at the age of 75. And um, You'll never also, have to try to pronounce her name ever again. No, I'll never have to. No. And and finally, a guy named Mojo Nixon. Oh. No relation to the uh, the president. Well, I hate banks and just can't stand them. Give me a shovel and man, I plan them. Six feet under, that's where they belong. I hate banks is name of the song. 66 years old, Mojo Nixon was. I hate banks, yeah, how about you? I don't know what he was. He was kind of a satirical singer, I guess. A little loopy. He, he would get way out there. Ironically, he died on a cruise, a music cruise that he was hosting last week. What? Yeah. Uh, like, what, it, what happened? Did he fall off the ship or something? Well, apparently, he got exceedingly hammered uh, the night before, just partying big time. It, it, that's what I read. Okay. And, uh, and, uh, and then what? Kicked off in his sleep, I guess. Oh. But he had songs like Don Henley Must Die, I Hate Banks, Debbie Gibson is Pregnant with My Two-Headed Love Child. Oh, my God. And this one, Elvis is Everywhere. When I look out into your eyes out there, when I look out into your faces, you know what I see? I see a little bit of Elvis in each and every one of you out there. Let me tell you, when... Mojo Nixon. He belongs to the ages now. Elvis. Oh, and I should also mention uh, William Post, ninety-six, inventor of the Post-it note. Oh, pop tarts. <laughs> oh, pop tarts. Yeah, that kind of got me through college. He came up with them yes. in nineteen sixty-four. You can either toast them or eat them right out of the package. Kellogg's pop tarts. Eat them in the morning. Eat them in the evening. Kellogg's pop tarts. The ones with more. Well, we would call them. That would be raw. You yeah. could eat eat them raw, which yes. they weren't raw, but no. they were They're... they were much better toasted. Oh, but. Yes. Sometimes you could get a little too eager, and that filling would, like, light your mouth on fire. The comedian Brian Reagan does a routine about Pop-Tarts. I like Pop-Tarts, but I'm going to lay off because they're insulting. They have directions on the box (laughs) of Pop-Tarts. Can there be a simpler food item? Directions on Pop-Tarts. Like, if they weren't there, would somebody, like, put the box down? What? (laughs) How do I get that goodness in me? But you don't got to worry, they got uh, the directions all laid out nice and clear. You got your, your toaster directions for Pop-Tarts, which, believe it or not, is more than one step. I don't know how toaster directions could possibly be more than one step. You'd think it'd be step one, toast the Pop-Tarts. Put the Pop-Tarts in the toaster, push the lever. Hey, are you still reading this? Later, the late Mr. Post said... Why don't we put some icing on these Pop-Tarts, too? And people said, oh, that won't work. Uh, The icing's going to melt when you put it in the toaster. But it didn't. And that's that's the way to go with Pop-Tarts. God, I like pop I haven't had a Pop-Tart in years, but I I still love them. If you find one now from years ago, it's probably still perfectly okay to eat. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Ooh, 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 this is hard to get down, mm, but I'll yeah. keep eating it anyway. No, I'm it sure it's going to taste good. the same as the day it was born. Yeah, you're probably right. Mm-hmm. 
So um, I hate to lead off with a store a story of uh, such incredible horror, but I am okay. I am sh- shaken to my core, and it has been days now have gone by, and I it's still like it just happened. Okay, can you stop for a second? How's that for a tease? I know. Yeah. So this always worries me when you do this because I don't know if you're just being funny or. No, no, I'm not being funny. Okay, so I'm now, now I'm, I'm never funny. I think most people would agree. <laughs> so now I'm concerned that you're going to tell some story that I, why why would you transfer? Why do I have to hear it and think about it when I wasn't even around for it? Does it involve an animal or a child? Yes. Okay, I can't. Then yes. I have to. I have to bail out of here. I can't. You already so, know this about me. Why are you doing this? Well, let, let me let me let me stop you there. This does have a happy ending. It doesn't have an unhappy ending, but it is, it, and you'll relate to it. Um, and, and if you won't let me tell the story, then what's, what are we to do with this podcast? Well, I'm just saying that those things um, are very traumatic for me. I'm not joking around right now. That they're, tra- they're traumatic for me, too, and I was there. Well, then why would you subject me to that, who I'm 50 times more sensitive than you, and now that's all I'm going to think about? All right. All right. Then I won't tell the story. Can you? And all the world will be poorer for it. Can you ease into it or something? Can I stop you at any time? Can I have a safe? You're not going to like it, but word? it ended okay. T- okay. Tell me what the ending is first. Okay. The ending is both of our dogs and me are just <laughs> fine. <laughs> that's all I need to know. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, one of the dogs is sitting right next to me now, sound All right. asleep. Was it, did it have to do, okay, I think this is my, this might work with me backing into this. Okay. Okay. Just okay. Let me do All right. I, know, I, I don't want to upset you, but this, it's such a, it's one of those stories that it, it's like, it's a thing that you envision Gee, this could happen. What if this happened? This wouldn't be good. And it's like you you almost make it happen because you can see it so vividly. And then when it does happen, you can't believe it. Okay, let me ask you this. Did a was there another yes. like was there a bear or a lion involved? Don't <laughs> laugh at that. No, but let me I'm going to actually add that to the story. Uh, that's good. Let me write that okay. down. Bear or Did you say lion? Bear or lion? <laughs> So I'm just, I'm trying to just wonder if that, there was an on, I'm involved. trying to figure out if the dogs were scared because they were being attacked by something. So that's a no? No. Okay. No, no, no. Um, wh- did they fall off a cliff? No, come on, let's let me get to this. Now, and, and again, if you just don't want me to continue, but remember, I've already given you the ending, which is a happy ending. I believe in Okay, hold on, but you just please indulge me just one more minute, please. Okay. Okay, fine. <clears throat> Are all three of you in therapy right now because of this thing? I think I should be. And the dogs? Uh, this is do you, the dogs. When, when, what did you think dogs go? Hey, remember like two weeks yes. ago when <laughs> when that when I was eating that bone and then you you. You, dogs don't think yes, that Yes, they way. do. They get, uh, yes, when I pull out the vacuum cleaner, yes, they remember crap that scares them. When I give my dog a treat, uh, he finishes, he goes off and eats it with great alacrity. And then he comes right back to me like, hey, did I just have a treat? I don't think I did. I need a treat. I said, no, I just gave no. you one. And I'm trying to reason with this dog. I'm talking about things that traumatize them, like like firecrackers. Like a dog always knows mm. the dogs that are scared of firecrackers. They don't just go, oh, God, a firecracker. I've never heard that before. I guess I should be scared. No, they, they know. So, Well, uh, our pup, who I, you've never met her yet. Her name is I Maggie. Don't, are you telling the story now? Call- are you telling the story now? I t- okay. Yeah, I'm going to try to. Can you wait? Can you wait? Can I, you wait I, just one more I, minute? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Please? I'm just, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. So sorry. Is this something that you think may happen again? I'm just curious. No. It'll never ne- happen again? No. No, it's never. Because we're never going back there okay. again. <sighs> All right. Okay. Uh, go ahead. All right. This, it has a happy ending. I don't care. So we have uh, our dog, Oliver, 
who is now five years old. And we got a companion animal um, eight months ago. No, less than that, because our pup is now eight months old, Maggie. Uh, and, and, and tell I just, everybody for some who reason, don't know they're Springer Spaniels. English Springer Spaniels. English Springer Spaniels. Wonderful dogs. Yeah. But Maggie, we noticed right off the bat, she is afraid of everything. I mean, she if a, somebody knocks at the door, she comes and hides behind my legs. Oh. Um, you know, people, I mean, so we're working on that she pee with on the her. floor? She has uh, until rather recently, actually. She was doing that. She's good yeah, now. Okay. She's she's pretty much over all. Well, of I that. meant like being a submissive wetter. Oh, she has. Yeah, yeah I uh, I I wore the, <laughs> I wore this stupid chicken suit oh um, a few weeks ago. Somebody had given us for Christmas, and so I'm walking I around saw with you. it. You sent me a picture and I, of that. I walked. Yeah, well, good. you saw the you saw the video I sent yeah. you, and she wets on. She ran up to our bedroom and jumped on our bed. And, and when I entered the room as this giant chicken, <laughs> what did I think was going to happen? Of course, she pees all over the bed. Anybody would, not just your dog. If yeah, I was in my anybody, bed and a giant chicken anybody. walked in my room, I would be the bed too. Yeah, I mean that's just that's just stupid. I don't know what that I was, was stupid. Thinking. Okay. It was. Continue. It was what I'm saying is there's a, a bit of a massive amount of unpredictability about Maggie. We're still figuring her out. Yeah. She does things and they we don't we can't understand She's it. She's a baby. She's still a baby. She's a baby. And that's why I call her most of the time. Baby. On Monday, a few days ago, we um, we decided, my wife and I decided we're going to go. Let's go to the Oregon coast. The weather looks pretty good over the mountain passes. And let's go to the Oregon coast and we'll stay at this ramshackle old 19, actually it was built in the 30s, motel that my parents used to take take us to all the time when my brothers and I were little kids. Very cool. And uh, and we love this. It's in Lincoln City. Oh, Lincoln City. I want to go to Lincoln City because you know why? Yeah, cool. They have the local uh, glass artists uh, have a, a glass ball, <laughs> glass floats that they um, have a glass float treasure hunt every year. And they they hide these glass floats along miles of the coastline in Lincoln City. I'm going to go do that sometime. Is that instead of the annual syringe fest that they have over there where they hide a bunch of <laughs> yeah, syringes no, those, along the those beach? Those are all out in the open. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. But anyway, we, we've been going there for years after I've been married. And some people, we've recommended it to them. They hate it. They think, what a junk hole. Oh, the motel, you mean? Yeah, the motel. Yeah. yeah, it's really funky. It's got old furniture in it. And yeah. You can, the carpet's threadbare and <laughs> and, and it's, it's pet friendly. So the dogs come in and it's like, oh my gosh, there's so much information. Am I, here. am I, and they're just smelling everything. Am I allowed to ask questions along the way or have you cut me off? Certainly. No. When have I ever cut you off? Well, okay. when have I ever cut you off? <laughs> okay. So, okay. um, so here we so go. You... Okay. So we piled the two dogs oh, I, in the car. Oh, I had a question, but that's all right. Now I forgot it. Okay. No, go I ahead. forgot it now. Go you ahead with your right question. Out of my head. Go okay, it'll, if it comes back to you, please interrupt Thank you. me. So I put the two dog. We put the two dogs in the car. Maggie has never probably traveled more than two or three miles. Oh, really? In the car. Okay. Yeah, I take them out for a run right. at this place, but other than that, she. How long? Uh, in drive? fact, when we first. How long is the drive? Uh, from uh, here where we live in Central Oregon to Lincoln City is about four hours. Okay. Wow, so that's Four a hour long drive. little road trip for little Mags. Yeah, it's a long trip. She's never ridden, and you know, and, and it wasn't. It, she tended to, to throw up one time when I took her in the car. So, <laughs> uh, but we had another dog that would throw up all the time. I mean, I couldn't even get out of the driveway, and that dog was hurling. Yeah. <laughs> you told me a story once when we were on the air. We were at working at the radio. You you said Patty just this before cell phones or or text messaging. I guess you go Patty. Patty sent me a message, and I forget which dog this was, but you said, Pat, I have bad news. And you're like, what? And you're like, the dog threw up in the car. And you're like, what's the good? She goes, I have good news, and I have bad news. And then she, and then you go, well, what's the good news? And she, and you go, he, she goes, she ate it. <laughs> uh, 
just that's never, efficiency, isn't it? Yeah. I've never forgot that story. <laughs> if only humans would do that. <laughs> wouldn't have, we wouldn't have all that messy? Cleaning. No, it'd be easy. Oh, oh God, that's gonna make me throw up now. Okay, go ahead. And so, May, so we put Maggie in the car, and, we, and I guess we're just going on a wing and a prayer that she's going to be okay. Yeah. And uh, and, and so, and she's great. She's great in the car. And both dogs. We never even stop for four hours. We drive. Wow. Never, never pulling over, which we traditionally do. But but we thought, yeah, they're doing okay. They're sleeping in the back. Perfect. Let's keep going. Perfect. So we finally get there to Lincoln City. Stay at this. Get in this hotel. The room is not a very good room. It was not the one we expected. It's a, a little bigger than a telephone booth. Remember when they used to have those? Yeah. Uh, but 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 you know I think eh, this is great for dogs. They're fine. We don't we don't have to worry. They can jump on the bed. Who cares? It's, right. Uh, it's just it's a it's a dumpy place. But we love it. It's cool. It's funky, and it sits right on the beach. Not right on the beach, but it's got a commanding view of the beach, and it's an easy walk down the hill, and you're on the beach. The downside of this hotel, this motel, somebody has been murdered there. Somebody got killed is, there. <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's what right. it I sounds I, like. You know, remember that movie called Motel Hell? Oh, I know. Well, do you remember anything, that? Motels are generally scary in the movies. So Motel yeah. Hell was this guy, this farmer and his wife, and they would make um, meat pies out of. <laughs> That was, wasn't Rory Calhoun in that movie? He had really good teeth. Like, he did look like, like his, he had Hollywood teeth, and he was yeah. supposed to play some deranged farmer. It just didn't match up. But yeah, he made meat pies yeah. out of people. They made, so, like, or sausage or something. Everybody, and everybody in the town was like, God, this is, man, this sausage is, this is awesome. God, what do you put in your sausage? One after another, they come. Never hearing those sounds from the secret garden. And pray for the day they can check out. Motel Hell. Yeah, that, and then of course the Bates Motel from Psycho. I mean, the, right. the motels are places to avoid in the movie. Right. But this wasn't a movie, and we're here, and this is great. But as I was going to say, the, the downside of this, and it, it's not the fault of the motel or any anybody but there's a very busy highway 101 that runs right up okay, up the coast I'm starting to get a stomach ache okay go yeah. ahead keep going yeah okay so we take we take the dogs down to the beach have a lovely time we take maggie off her leash and she runs around we thought she's gonna be afraid of the surf the all the waves crashing in. She wasn't. She loved it. She ran all around. She ran out into the surf a little bit and then back. And 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 her the other dog Oliver's having a blast. It was a very pleasant time down on the beach. So we go back up to our room, mm -hmm. and they got a little area there at the motel where you can go and take your dog to uh, to go to go. You know to uh, go potty. Go go pee pee or something more serious and. And uh, and we were just bringing Maggie back on her leash, and she, you know, she just she she'll stick to you. She's afraid of everything, and she attached herself to our legs. And so we just said, "Oh, come on, this is silly." We're we've opened the door to the room. We're almost in the room. And we said, "Come on, Maggie." She and we get the the leash kind of wrapped around my leg, so I dropped the leash. And Lisa, she took off. Oh, no. She just took off. Oh, my God. And she ran out and down the stairs and ran out onto that highway oh 101. I'm, I'm running after her, screaming. She's dragging the leash behind her. So I think she's afraid because she can hear this noise behind her. Saying, well, something's oh, after right. me. right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So she runs out. By the time I get down there. She has crossed this highway. Cars are skidding to a stop. Oh One almost hit her. Oh and and I yell to her as loud as I can, Maggie! And for some reason, she looks at me. She's 50 yards away. Dogs don't see that well that far away. But she heard my voice, and she came bolting towards me oh, and into my arms, and I just uh, got her to the ground and held her. What I didn't know 
was that simultaneously our other dog decides he's going to go see what we're up to and maybe go rescue us. Oh so he takes out and he's heading for the highway. And this amazing young woman uh, at the front desk of the motel comes barreling out. I didn't see this happen. My wife did. She comes barreling out of the front door of the, of the lobby and literally tackles Oliver. I wish the Seahawks could tackle that well. And she gets him down. And, and this is pretty cool because, you know, you don't know. She doesn't know that dog's not going to bite her. Or yeah, she doesn't know anything her, about Ate her face off. Yeah. Yeah. And he was going to run. I have to tell you, Lisa, when I ran onto the highway, I never even looked. I ran right across the highway without looking myself. So she holds Oliver down, and by the time I, we get there, she's kissing his head, but, ho but holding him down. And uh, it takes me a long time to cross the highway because there was so much traffic on it, but I finally get Maggie to the other side. And then Wait. we get the two dogs up to, we get the, two dogs up to be, the... Can't that be the end? Well, it is the end. Okay. Uh, but I, except for the part where I bawled for about oh, half an hour, I know. it was just—it's like the worst nightmare you could just imagine. It could have all turned out so differently. Yep. Yeah. All three of us could have got hit by a car. Absolutely. I mean, they're they're going fast. They're sixty miles an hour yeah. on this highway. Oh uh, my so God. that that's what happened. But it's all okay. But it, you you keep replaying stuff like that. Yep. You can't help it over and over and over. I thought you were going to say, so then we got him back safely. We get him up to and the And then room, we caught her smoking. And then yeah. a bear came out and ate them. No, it was a lion. It was a lion. Oh, my so, God. Yes, of so course. We, you probably cry from the just the relief, too. Oh, we were, There's, you know, all that adrenaline and fear has to come out some way. And, of course, you ball. And did you hold her? Like, did you hold them both for, like, an hour? And you didn't let them out of your sight, did you? Well, once I finished beating both of them, no, I didn't <laughs> let them out of my sight. Oh, oh my I'm God. Sorry. I just held on to And it, uh, so we, you know, we cut our vacation short. He said, we can't stay here. We cannot stay here with yeah. this highway one more minute. It, this could happen again. Who knows? Yeah, so exactly. We, we got out of it. We got out of there. It, and a four-hour drive turned into an eight-hour drive as we were going home because of, there was big snowstorm on the mountain. Oh, but we got him. We finally heart. got him home. It was, oh, it was the worst. My it was heart. the worst. But it all worked out okay. And I hope we learned a lot from it. And uh, as we continue to learn more and more about this little dog over here. I have a similar story, if you would like to hear uh, that happened to baby. Oh, Sherman. I don't want to hear it. No, 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 I don't want to hear it. No, I don't. Don't make me listen. Do you want me no, to, to tell you the court. end? The end. No, he's you fine. can tell it from the beginning. He's fine and I'm fine. So I had a party a few weeks ago and the first set of guests were leaving and hmm, that's you funny. Know, I didn't see my invitation. <laughs> it probably got lost in the mail, I'm sure. Well, I was wondering why you didn't yeah. respond. That must be what happened. That must be what I happened. Thought you were, I thought you were ignoring me. Have a party. Sir Shirley wouldn't invite your old podcast buddy. I, you know, <laughs> yeah. That's what I would do. I mean, I, I know. Not everybody's the same. But hold uh, the phone, mister. You had a party a month ago and I didn't see my invitation. So yeah, there's a hell of a party. Too. I heard. That's what I heard. So this party probably wasn't as good as your party, but it was a party. And I only had a few guests at this party. So the first set left. And you know how everybody's like, okay, well, I'll see you later. All right. Oh, don't forget this bat. Oh, yeah. Don't, you got your plate here? Okay. There's like kind of, you know how there's a little chaos at the front door and people are head milling out and whatever. So they leave and uh, some of the other people. Can you hear the, I'm sorry, Lise, what? can you hear that vacuum cleaner going? No. Okay. My wife makes me so mad when she starts cleaning. Does she ever make you use the... Have you ever used a vacuum cleaner in your life, Pat? Uh, yes. I. Oh, really? I, let me think. Um, 
Because you're right. What year is this? It's all always Patty who's running the vacuum cleaner. Is she doing it to make you mad? Does she even know what we're doing? No. She, yeah, she knows what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she absolutely knows. I said, I'm going to do, be doing a podcast here. Don't run the vacuum with her. She's got to, you know, she thinks just because I traipse in a bunch of mud and stuff that she's got to clean that up. <laughs> yeah. No, I, no we, we do have a very good division of labor here. But speaking of Maggie, the dog, she can't stand that vacuum. She just sees it and she takes off running. See? So we got some work to do with her. You do. Baby Sherman wants to play with the vacuum. He gets all riled up and he does zoomies around the house because he wants to attack it. So it's pretty funny. Hey, when you give your dogs, do you take them in the shower to... I beg your pardon? To bathe them? No. In fact, you know what's happening right now? Hello? Yeah. Yeah, we're doing a podcast. No, no. They've got their little dog groomer out in the... I have a mobile pet groomer who is here. And... Um, well, I'm glad they're mobile. Quince just got done and was let in the front door. And baby Sherman is now out uh, in the mobile pet groomer's van getting his hair done. Well, so you never actually wash the dogs no! yourself. I am far uh, well, too lazy well, I, our dogs go outside a I, lot, and I, I, have I take people. them for runs, and they get muddy. And I sometimes I have no choice; I have to bring them in the shower. Okay, my dogs are not your dogs. They put one toe out, and they make sure they don't get mud. They're like, "Can we come back in, please?" No, they're your dogs are <laughs> your dogs well, are we, outdoor dogs, sporting dogs, and they're out in the stuff in the woods and the sticks. And my dogs are like, "Ah, there's a raindrop! Help!" So no. Well, the reason I asked you is because when I, uh, all, at least at least Springer Spaniels, our experience is as soon as you get them out of the shower, towel them off a bit, they go crazy. Yeah. They go running <laughs> running around the house the just zoomies. as excited and happy as <laughs> they can be. I'm clean. I know. I'm clean. <laughs> yeah. It's now funny. I can get dirty again. It's pretty funny. Yeah. If I had my life to live over, I know just what I'd like to be. Pampered pet of a rich brunette Sitting on my mama's knee Someone to love me, someone to care Rub a dub dub a little fingers through my hair And lead a dog's life What a life, that's good enough for me That's good enough for me all right, so All right, well, tell me your story. Of I'm horror. telling you, so everybody's blah blah. blah. So then I'm down to a couple of people, and they're helping me put away chairs. And you've been in my my home where you walk in the front door. Not and, when you were there. <laughs> and directly next to the front door is a coat closet, and you open it up, and there's games and chairs and crap and crap and coats and galoshes and all the things. So they're helping me put all that away, and. Um, I say goodbye to them. And once the last few people are out and they're gone, the house is quiet. And I'm kind of like, I always kind of round up the dogs. I'm like, cause they're milling around. And I'm like, all right, boys, it's time for us to settle down now. And I'm like, Hey, Quince, where's Sherman? Where's, where's baby Sherman? Maybe marching on Atlanta. Cause baby Sherman is usually kind of right there. He's definitely right there. I can't find Sherman. I don't know where he is. I'm like, Oh, maybe he's outside. And it's 1130 at night. It's dark out. That's 1130 at night for you. And baby Sherman is a little black Cocker Spaniel. Oh, yeah. So I can't really see. He, he I can't see him. But he usually comes very quickly when I call or squeak a squeaky ball. Do your dogs come when you squeak a squeaky ball? Uh, Yeah. The, the biggest allure for them is to, to yell the word treat out the door. And that'll usually bring it. And Or I'll do a whistle or something. And I'm like, I can't find him. And I'm trying to keep my panic from, you know, from bubbling up because I this is very odd. So I think, well, maybe he locked himself in the bathroom. He sometimes will go in and the door will shut. Well, he wants privacy. I start looking around. I can't find him. My last set of guests have not quite left yet. So I came out to the driveway and I said, hey, do you guys mind helping me? I can't find baby Sherman. And they're like, yeah, they were very sweet. And they said, yeah, let's, let's see if we can find him. I was concerned that he snuck out the gate with the first group of people. Right, there was right. so much commotion going on that I was a little concerned that he might have just gone through their legs and is off now. And the road I'm at, I'm on, is nothing like that nightmare you but had. But people to deal drive with, really you know, fast on it. The freeway, but people drive really yeah. fast, and it's dark, yeah. and he's black. 
And I'm thinking, oh my God, if he's out there. And so we grab flashlights, they're looking up and down the street. I've got squeaky balls. I'm thinking maybe he's in the back. My neighbor, bless her heart, heard us calling him. She comes out, joins the search. We can't find him. 20 minutes goes by and I'm like, is he just like lost and scared? He usually will come and he's microchipped. So I figured, well, if somebody does find him, then I'll probably get him back. But I thought he's not gonna last the night. We have coyotes here. Um, we have a lot of coyotes here and people drive. I'm like, he's gonna get taken out by one oh, of those bet, two yeah. things. I'm certain I'll There's kind of a curve out. around your house there too so they come whipping around there and they yeah. mm -hmm. yep yep so i finally after about a half an hour i had to sort of call everybody in and say you know um go home there's nothing i can do i know i'm gonna be not sleeping at all i'm gonna be up and down the street all night i just don't know what i'm gonna do and before I did that, I thought, all right, I'm going to go back in the house and I'm going to look in every spot, even if he can't fit into it. Like, you know, I have a little footstool that opens up that you can tuck books into. I don't care. I'm looking in there. I'm just, just in case. I No stone unturned. No stone unturned. So I go in and I'm going to methodically go step by step from the front door all the way through the entire house. I start with the coat closet. I open up the coat closet and there's Bay Sherman staring at me going, God, what's going on, <laughs> man? You guys are like calling my name and shit. And here I've been here the whole time just sitting here. What's going on? And I just like I burst into tears and I gathered him up and held him. And he had somehow snuck in while we were putting chairs mm -hmm. and games away and snuck in and I just shut the door and he didn't bark. He didn't scratch. He didn't use his words, yeah, nothing. That's... And there he was. And I just, uh, yeah. the relief, I burst into tears. It took me a good two oh, hours yeah. to calm I, down I, from if that. If you're not, a, if you're not a dog, lo dog lover, you don't get it, but it is, it is like uh, your child has wandered off and you, you, your yep. mind immediately mm -hmm. goes to a really dark place. Yeah. Very dark place. Yep. And I just, oh, it's ter terrible. So I can completely relate to what you guys. Well, I'm glad they both had awful. happy endings. Yeah, we we ha also have non-barker dogs. So if you you get them in a bathroom or something, um, we we yeah, our previous house anything. we say had a big something. barn uh, in our other house because we had a horse, two couple of horses. I remember that barn. And we and we closed uh, uh, our dog Elliot into the barn unwittingly, and we were looking all over for him you know, into the night like you, and he won't bark. So, you know, if he just said, oh, yeah, oh there he yeah. is. No, he won't do that. Yeah, he's yeah. so, yeah. So we finally Dumb dog. looked in the barn and there he was. You would cry too if it happened to you. All right. I'm, have, I'm emotionally exhausted now from both of these stories. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. That Let's change. We'll change took the it out topic. of me. You, you know what an earworm is, right? Those things where you got yes, a, you an hear ear, yeah. a song and you get it stuck in your head. And, and, mm -hmm. and, over um, and over and over. Yeah. And it usually sticks with you when you go to sleep. It's something you can't get out of your head when you're trying to yeah. go to sleep. For me, um, and for almost well over a week uh, after we did the Dustin Hornby podcast, <laughs> uh, O Canada was stuck in my head. It's not the worst thing to have stuck in your head, but right. Um, so now, guess what song is stuck in my head? This one from television. I have type two diabetes, but I manage it well. It's a little pill with a big story to tell. I take one daily Jardians. Driving me nuts, Lisa. Why? And I don't know why. Why? Maybe it's the stations I'm watching. But that commercial comes on all the time. Oh. There's another one, by the way, that airs a lot. And if you've seen the commercial once, you'll know immediately what I'm referring to. It's for a thing called Row R O weight loss and you inject yourself with a little needle in your stomach Ooh. and 
Ooh. you lose you can lose a bunch of weight this way. It's one. It's, it's I thought one you were going to say lose a. I thought you were going to say lose a bunch of weight this week. I'm like that sounds safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they they have a woman spokesman in one of their commercials and spokesman. Yeah, spokesman. Spokeswoman. And uh, <laughs> so I got um I, I got on YouTube and I wanted to see if I could find the commercial, but I can't. Mm-hmm find it there so i had to record this off the television set but uh well it pretty much uh, speaks for itself here's the key part of the commercial the crazy thing about glp1 through row is that my cravings have completely disappeared i'm not quite sure how something that's just a little tiny prick can be so powerful okay so (laughs) there you go there you go and i'm sure i'm sure that's become viral and uh, that's why they don't yank the commercial, because people notice it. They go, what did she say? I'm not quite sure how something that's just a little tiny prick can be so powerful. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should try it. That's all I got. Um, hey, I have oh. something that's... What? No, no. no oh, what? I'm... Well, I was... What? No, you have not... something on your mind. It, Tell me. It, not really. No, not really. It, it's so it's such a petty thing that I shouldn't even bring it up. I have a petty thing to bring up, so bring up your petty thing first. Okay, my petty thing, and I won't belabor it. Uh, when you're in the shower, when I'm in the shower, you know, I I uh, I usually With your need dogs. To, I need to wear reading glasses if I'm going to take on a book or a newspaper or something. Sure. But you don't generally wear them into the shower. So I'm I'm in the shower and I notice oh okay I think I'll put some of this body wash on, but I've got all these containers there, but the the smallest word my point is the smallest <laughs> words on a container of anything is what the actual product is. I mean the words the name of the of the advertiser uh, of the uh, you know the manufacturer that's sure. huge new improved beautiful right. great scent. Uh, yes. Apple, you know, whatever. It's it's all big until you get to what is, but what is this? Oh, so you're re- saying you don't know if it's shampoo, conditioner, wash, or conditioner, body wash. Exactly. And, they're, okay. and I noticed they're all like that. Yeah. The, the key word is the yeah. smallest word on the container, and it drives me <laughs> it's nuts. Like, it's like new, improved, fresh scent. Shampoo. Yeah. Shampoo. Is that what you're saying? Shampoo. Yeah. Shampoo. Yeah. And so... So I, I, I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to put my own labels on these things. That's yeah. all I got. I told you it was a small. Or maybe thing. you should wear your glasses. Here's my solution yeah, for you. I have to put little windshield wipers on them. No, 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 yeah. no, no. You put your glasses on. Yeah. While you, you can be clothed or not. It doesn't matter. Don't turn on the water yet. Well, if I'm in the shower, I'm clothed. Um, roam on in there. Okay. Find what you want and set it to the side, and then. Head on back, take off your glasses, and go back on in. Okay. Here, by the way, you made me think of something, and and I would I would challenge any guy out there, or most any guy, to say, no, I never did that. Um, Pee in the shower? No, no, no. Put your glasses uh, on another part of you, and then say to your partner, wife, or girlfriend, hey, does this remind you of Fidel Castro? Or something like that. <sighs> so mature. Yeah, so hilarious. mature. I know. And you guys think it's freaking hilarious. Here's another thing we think hold is on, hilarious. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do not move on from that. You do know what we think, right? Oh, I think you think it's hilarious. Oh. The other one that... Is that uh, what you think? The other one is that you... You step out, you step into the room, maybe you're just out of the shower. Uh-huh. Uh, and you, I know this one well. Uh, is it the, hey. Have I, you seen my towel? Have you seen my washcloth? <laughs> oh, I, I couldn't handle a towel. Are you talking about a, <laughs> like a, be- a beach towel? I, no, no. It'd have to be a little dainty washcloth. But Have you seen my Kleenex? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, oh my, my goodness! Uh, but you're right. Girl, girls don't do stupid stuff like that. That's a. That's well, a, okay. So now get to your thing, and then we got to wrap it up here. Gosh. Okay. Already. Well, I just I have a. This is not, not funny, really. It's just an observation I have, and I I was saying to this uh, this to you earlier that I happen to think you're one of the more lovely men that I know in my life. And lovely, but having like, said to look at, no, no. Not to look at. Oh. No. Shoot. No. Okay. Go anyway. I'll take the. Compliment. I just mean that you are. Um, you're not. Uh, you're not a, like a dick or anything. So, I. Hey, I beg to differ with you, young lady. But go ahead with your story. Well, my point is that I still I feel that you have a certain um, respect and reverence and understanding for women and and sort of what they're position and challenges are in mm -hmm. this patriarchal world and mm -hmm. all that stuff. Yep. But I still feel like there might be some education that might be needed in some areas. And I, I just want to pose this to you to see kind of where you land on this. All and right. I'm trying not to be super fussy about this, but I have a real issue with um, men who, this is going to sound weird, who call me beautiful. And I mean, what I mean, what I mean by this like, is- Like is a nickname? Yeah. Hey, yes. Gorgeous. Like a term hey, of beautiful. Yes. Yes. Like a term of endearment. Hey, good looking. Yeah. Oh. So it feels very creepy to me, unless um, you know I've had um, some sort of well, a lengthy connection, re lengthier or, relationship with the person. or bond or something yeah. or yeah. you know we did it or something. <laughs> if we did it, then yeah, you can call me beautiful, but. I just am a very, I'm very annoyed and I'm not exactly sure because now I don't want to look like, you know, a bitch by saying, you know, you can just call me Lisa. Like I'll get a message on a dating site from, from, from guys. I don't know. Do they think that's charming? Are they, do they think they're somehow charming me by saying, Hey, beautiful. I, I find their, it really in their, in their deluded way. I think they do. Uh, what do you think about sweet cakes? <laughs> You know, I think that I had a guy I dated for a while that actually used to call me that as a joke, and I thought it was adorable, but not as a first, hi, yeah, my name's Joe, how are you, sweet cakes? That would turn me off enormously. One time I found a whole trove of my dad's love letters to my mom. <gasps> really? He, he, he lived in Central Oregon. She lived in Chicago, so they mostly had to correspond with letters. And and his letters, I can't remember all of them, but they the opening salutation were variations of this barrel bottom what dear barrel bottom b-a-r-r-o-w bottom i have no idea what that meant and the other oh. one i remember he said was hey bun hook <laughs> bun hook so so over the years i started adopting it to my wife i said hey bun hook and <laughs> And to this day, I call her Hooky all the time. Okay, that's and, cute. Uh, well, it's kind of cute, but uh, but it, <laughs> but I'm wondering, uh, does my dad think he was making points with his potential well, maybe it was wife? An inside joke. Maybe it was an inside joke that you are not uh, supposed to be even uh, yeah. understanding. No, he didn't know I was snooping around his stuff. But yeah, but things like you know, sweet cheeks and yeah. sugar tits and all that. Just <laughs> can you not say that? Yeah, don't and don't say it to me either. Okay, I'm tired of hearing that sugar tits <laughs> thing. I get it all the time. I get it all the time. Come on, I bet you do. I'm a man. Treat me with some <laughs> dignity, would you please? <laughs> All right, that's okay. all. I just, just I got some uh, other stuff. It certainly can wait because I've got okay. a joke for you, yes. Lisa. Mm. All right. A priest had his bicycle stolen. Oh no! Yeah, and, and he thought he was almost sure a member of his flock was to blame. Mm -hmm. And I, I got to get some advice on this. So he went to his bishop who suggested, well, he, he said, here's what happened. I think some of my parishioners had a voice like that, Lisa. Yeah, I love that voice. I think some, one of my parishioners might have stolen my bicycle. Your excellency, or whatever you call The bishop said, well, here's what I think you should do. First of all, stop talking in that ridiculous high voice. Nobody's going to listen to your sermons if you do that. But you could preach a sermon on the Ten Commandments. 
So the idea was that when the priest got to Thou Shalt Not Steal, Aha. pause and look around at the church <laughs> and all of the congregation, and anybody behaving in a guilty manner would probably be giving themselves away. Sure, like if they started sweating real heavy yeah, or looking around. shifting their eyes. Yeah, yeah looking That's down at their shoes. Yeah, Pretty smart. Uh, so the bishop's idea, uh, the guy, uh, the priest said, "Thank you. I, I'm going to try that." And so a couple. Wait, did of he weeks... change his voice? No. Yeah, I did. No. no. Hey, uh, thank you, uh, Your Excellency. I will try that. Thanks for, thanks for uh, watching. I'm, that, the, I'm basically the continuity director. Well, for yeah. Your jokes. I mean, if you're going to tell a story, you got to be consistent. And I, I blew <laughs> it right there, so I'm very it's sorry. All right. It's all right. You got me. Thank you, Mr. Bishop, and I. I'll be. I'll let you know how it all turns out. Well, a couple of weeks later, the bishop happens to bump into that priest and said, "Well, did your plan work?" Yeah, yeah, it sure did. But, uh, well, it wasn't quite the way you you envisioned. What do you mean? Well, I, I see. I was going through the Ten Commandments one by one, and then when I got to the "Thou shalt not commit adultery." I remembered where I left my bike. <laughs> That's good. Where did you sleep last night? Under the cold street light. Who last called you by your for listening to Peculiar Podcast. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.